0: This show is part of the RetroZap.com podcast network. And welcome everybody to episode 65 of the Animaniacast.
1: Live from the Dorothy Chandelier
2: Pavilion, it's the Warner Brothers and their Sister Dot 65th Anniversary Special. Ladies and gentlemen, Ms. Visor Silly! For 65 years, we've laughed at their mayhem. Here are the words we use to explain them.
1: Uh-oh, I was afraid of this.
2: Silly, bizarre, loony, mad, and kooky. Crazy, wake out, giddy, bad, and goofy. Yeah, I go, I go.
0: Welcome once again to the Animaniacast. We are the only podcast out there that's dedicated to the animated television series, Animaniacs. Here we explore the series episode by episode, revisiting all the cultural references and gags that we can find. And in the end, we give each and every episode a Water Tower rating. I am Joey, and joining me once again are my co-hosts from Los Angeles, Nathan. We're having soup today. And from and from Georgia, it is Kelly. Hi. Well, today we have done it, guys. We've reached the end of season one of Woo-hoo. Animaniacs, uh, sixty-five episodes long. Um, and uh, like we discussed, you know, pre- previous episodes with uh, discussion with Tom Ruger and stuff. This is not, uh, you know, a rare occurrence for cartoons of of that time period. If I were to ask you to describe this episode in just a few words, what would you say, Nathan? I I think it proves my theory about Time Lords. Oh, interesting. I'd like to hear more about that. And Kelly, what about you?
1: Reminded me of the AFI tribute to Steven Spielberg.
0: Ah, I you know what? I don't know if I've seen that one actually. I oh,
1: saw, I saw it when it aired. It was so good. There were tears.
0: <laughs> I saw the John Williams one, and there were
1: all tears. Yes, okay.
0: Yeah, I saw the AFI tribute to John Williams. I've not yet seen the Spielberg one. So did you
1: see George Lucas?
0: No, although I've seen the what? clips of it with Carrie Fisher talking to oh. him, who had the so funny. Yeah, he has the the most amazing speech and you can you can find out uh, you can see that online. It's uh, uh just hilarious. That woman mm-hmm. was just too funny.
2: Only a man like George could bring us whole new worlds populated by vivid extraordinary characters and providing Mark and Harrison and myself with enough fan mail and even a small merry band of stalkers. <laughs> Lovely. Keeping us entertained for the rest of our unnatural lives. George, the fact that you made me into a little doll that my first husband could stick pins into, a shampoo bottle where people could twist my head off and pour liquid out of my neck, lather up with Leia, and you'll feel like a princess yourself. And yes, the little Pez dispenser so that my daughter Billy could pull my head back and pull a wafer out of my neck every time she doesn't want to do her homework. I suppose I don't mind. And though amongst your many possessions you have owned my likeness low all these years so that every time I look in the mirror I have to send you a check for a couple of bucks.
0: (laughs) It is very much kind of like we are watching a, an Oscar ceremony of some sort, right? It's, uh, this is a, a full-long 65th anniversary episode, actually. It is called the Warner's 65th anniversary, uh, special to be precise. And uh, <laughs> aptly named, aptly named, go figure, which is, yeah, yeah, how cool that it was, uh, episode 65 with their 65th anniversary. And it, it really all kind of works, doesn't it? Uh, because, Nathan, when was this episode uh, first
3: premiered? Well, Joey, this episode first premiered on May 23rd, 1994, which was 65 years after the Animaniacs were created. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) oh also in this week uh larry king uh ends his radio show michael jackson weds elvis's daughter lisa marie presley (laughs) and the movie releases of beverly hills cop 3 and the live-action flintstones oh the live-action
0: flintstones came out today huh Mm -hmm. and michael jackson this week and michael jackson got married on this day back then um
3: it was uh two days later
0: two days later okay Mm -hmm. so everything's kind of around this area and then yeah, Larry exactly. King, but Larry King ended his radio show on this day.
3: Um, sure. sure. I think it was actually later this week as well, but our, you know, just a bunch of things happened that week.
0: So. Our our dad, <laughs> our dad called in to Larry King on his radio show once and got through.
3: I remember oh, really? he
0: was very proud of himself and he got in, he was able to ask a question to the author Dave Barry who was being interviewed on uh on the radio and uh my dad taped it. on this on the thing and uh had me listen to him and it's so funny because my dad was was on radio for many many years and uh and playing back the tape he was starstruck over the over the phone you could hear him like laughing nervously and stuff like that on the phone it was it was funny so yeah so larry king larry king there we go There you go Uh, Walla walla You're on Larry King Okay here we go So let's go ahead (laughs) And let's get into our discussion About uh, The episode today Uh, The Warner 65th anniversary special It is the season finale Of season one Finally Uh, Finally yeah The story was by Tom Ruger Paul Rugg And Sherry Stoner The episode was written by Paul Rugg And it was directed by Alfred Gimeno Uh now there is no theme song to this episode so we don't have Weird. to worry about variable verses or anything like that <laughs> um although it does start off with a very interesting uh opener and uh yeah what was that nathan
3: so apparently my father the tuna was canceled or something <laughs> it was that postponed the
2: was my father the tuna won't be seen tonight we'll be back next week now let's watch the following special presentation
0: our woodchuck well, with the woodchuck yeah. guy. What's the woodchuck's guy name again? I forget his name. It was. Oh,
3: I know that off the top of my head. And I can tell you right now that his name was. And this is off the top of my head reminding you because I'm not going to be looking this up <laughs> as you would think I would be looking it up, but I'm not. Because <laughs> his name is clearly Charlton Woodchuck.
0: Oh, of course. Thank you. Thank you, Nathan. Right. You know. You're, you're so you've got that right off your head without looking it up or anything.
3: That's, yeah. amazing. That's
0: amazing. Great job. Well,
1: amazing. <laughs>
0: uh So the, yes. So Charlton Woodchuck is on there, which it makes sense that he makes a weird appearance all of a sudden again, because Paul rug did write that episode, Hollywood Chuck. So mm-hmm. yeah, go, fi- go figure that Paul rug would figure out a way to put that annoying woodchuck in an episode. Once again,
3: I'm just glad he finally made it in Hollywood.
0: Yeah, he did. Good point. He was on a sh- He's on uh, My Father the Tuna. Um, now, I was surprised to find out this, but Nathan, you pointed out on the, uh, some of our research guides and everything that we've seen My Father the Tuna before, sort of, in a previous episode, mm-hmm. right?
3: Yes. Tell us more about um, that. <laughs> okay. I, just thought, I thought you were going to tell No, elaborate. you. Elaborate. Elaborate i just i'm just making this up no uh (laughs) so hollywood chuck appears uh painted on the side of the studio i believe in episode was it 23 it's in uh wacko's gizmo
0: yeah so
3: i had to i had to double check
0: this and it turns out when the knight is going when like wacko's gizmo like pushes a knight down a ramp and it goes out of the water tower and goes past ralph And Ralph freaks out and he says something like, oh, it's the thing or something. (laughs) And he pulls out a phone. The phone cord pulls out and it ends up uh, having these painters kind of fall off their scaffolding, scaffolding, I should say. And the the thing that they're painting on the side of the studio wall is my father, the tuna. So it's all connected.
3: Yes. Episode 57.
0: 57. I was thinking like 23. That's like, was that far away?
3: off. So. Yeah.
0: Okay. Good <laughs> to clear that up. There's a lot of stuff to go through this episode. I think I'll kind of give a general overview of what this episode was basically about. We can talk about a few moments that we really liked, and then I'm going to go off a list of the bullet points uh, of the different cultural references that there there is, and uh, we can kind of just discuss some of them as we go. Um, so here we go. Uh, basically this episode is a is a salute to the Warners, uh, celebrating their 65 years since they were drawn and they premiered in a buddy cartoon. And uh, basically they they premiered in a buddy cartoon and uh, to kind of I guess liven things up, I suppose, because outback but the cartoon outback buddy was originally just cartoon, uh, a fictional cartoon, by the way. Uh, That was so boring that the uh, director, Weed Memlo told the uh, animator to put something more interesting in. So he the animator went crazy, apparently, and put (laughs) put the put the Warners in. And the the thing was that the Warners would pop out of random places and smash Buddy with mallets. Um, Did you
3: hear the date that he was created on? Yes. The, okay. I was exhausted. And then, and then I remember it was exactly 2.43 a.m. on the morning of
2: February 30th. I, I started drawing these weird characters.
1: Which, that
0: is a very interesting date, because why? It doesn't exist. It doesn't <laughs> exist! <laughs> yeah. I was watching that with my wife last night, and she's like, wait, wait, February 30th? <laughs> like, oh, Yeah guess that doesn't quite make sense um so anyway
3: <laughs> so yeah he's he's crazy or there's some time paradox because they're time lords
0: oh on. <laughs> interesting okay
3: okay is that
0: was that the main evidence that we had today
3: no i mean it's just all there's a bunch of like okay wh- how are they doing things
0: okay so fill us in fill us in as we go then i suppose uh so <laughs> so anyway the, the the warners uh you know eventually got to be on their own cartoons and of course as we know from the newsreel of the stars the cartoons made no sense i think one of the cartoons was eight hours long or seven hours long
1: it was an okay cartoon for a short but this thing went on for eight hours eight
2: hours
0: so they get locked up in the warner tower yada 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 then they escape and it shows them kind of going throughout history uh doing stuff uh for you know throughout the rest of the salute Uh, different celebrities and different people are kind of talking about their experiences with the Warners. Uh, And then it kind of ends up with them going up to accept their award. And um, before they go up to their award, you're like seeing this mysterious person in shadows laughing about how the Warners are going to get hurt or something like that. Um, And of course you kind of suspect, I I bet it's Buddy. (laughs) because Buddy was smashed so many times. Too bad the Warners won't be around to enjoy his 66th
3: anniversary. Not after I'm through with him. Not after tonight. And, well, and Buddy also has this weird, like, maniacal laugh almost sometimes. Yeah. He's like... <laughs>
0: they keep showing Buddy a lot, too, and it shows that he's, he's obviously gone
3: insane.
2: Working with the Warners was a true joy. I loved it! <laughs>
3: Yeah, he's a nut farmer in Ohio, I think. Yeah, in Ohio.
0: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so so anyway, they got, the Warners go up there, and they're like, "Oh, we could we couldn't do this without one person." And of course, that is Buddy. And if only we're here today, and Buddy goes out and he goes, "I am here," and of course, blows up, and then ends up getting smashed by one of the mallets, the prop mallets that is up above the Warners.
2: Thanks
0: uh, which you know you want to talk about Chekhov's gun. you know, that is totally <laughs> a situation where <laughs> you have these giant mallets at the beginning of this episode and you're like, well, those are gonna those are gonna those have to be used at some point in this cartoon. So <laughs> they were both used, uh, one on buddy and then one on the uh, da- the uh, dancers at the end. So there you go. There's our 65th anniversary special in a nutshell. You know Um <laughs> So, uh, what do you guys think? What are some of your moments in this cartoon that you thought was pe- were, was particularly funny?
1: I liked it when they were talking to the um, older ladies on the porch, and they they couldn't remember the hello nurse catch. Phrase. And one of them said, "Hello, endocrinologist." Yes. Yakko and Wacko would always pop out of something, give you a big kiss, and say, uh, "What was that phrase?" "Hello, endocrinologist." No, that wasn't it. It was, uh, "Hello, hello, Nana." Not Nana, never Nana. It was, uh, it was, it was, "Hello, nurse."
0: Yes. No, it was "Hello, Nana."
1: No, <laughs> oh, never Nana. Never Nana.
0: <laughs> yeah, those ladies were funny. Um, uh, Nathan, what's something that uh, kind of uh, you remember being particularly funny?
3: Uh, I liked when Tweety is talking about how if you listen carefully, you can hear Weed Minlow in the background yelling at Wacko. Don't just look at me. Do something. <laughs> And Wacko's reactions just, like, remind me of a dog, like, clearly, like, doesn't understand yeah. what's going on, like. Yeah, put special... that down. What? Stop stop staring at me. Like. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Do something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's totally, you lose the whole concept of, wait a minute, are these people drawn or is it, is it, it's not, it's obviously not traditional animation. So you kind of get the idea. And I suppose this comes from. Newsreel the stars that they were drawn and that's when they pop out of the page from that point. I'm not exactly sure, but I guess. (laughs) Yeah, 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 because you have you have to have weed memo there directing the I don't know. This is going back and forth between what's possible and impossible. And don't get don't get don't think about it, folks, or else your brain will explode. So don't do it um but yeah that is a very pretty pretty funny wacko does have some some good parts and of course wacko got to direct his own cartoon in this as well um yeah which was uh what was it yankee doodle warners or something like that or but mm-hmm. anyway uh but it was just him doing his armpit uh noises as they go down so uh that
3: was a nice callback what was the callback to Well, like, early in the episode, they're like, oh, these people will clap at anything. And he's like, hey, everyone, do you want to hear me play Yankee Doodle with my armpits? Oh, my gosh. These people will clap at anything. Hey, everybody, want to hear me play Yankee Doodle with my
2: armpits? almost anything.
0: Oh, my gosh. See, yeah. I, I watched the episode three times, and I never even got that, that they were alluding to a joke that wouldn't even premiere until later into the so episode. Third, yeah. third act or something. Wow. Yeah. Good catch, Nathan. Wow. Okay. So, yeah, this episode is very complex. This this episode, and, and in a good way. I mean, there's so many very subtle jokes um, that it really does you know you do have to watch the episode a few times to to get it i think before we go into some of the references we should talk about one of the main ones which is buddy the the cartoon character of buddy who was a real looney tune character uh back in the day uh i can look up some of his his little cartoons here real quick but i did show you guys um one of his cartoons or i don't know if you had a chance to look at it Uh, yeah i watched that one buddy's bearcats yeah, mm-hmm. Buddy's Bearcats. So, the, you know, I, I got the idea that Buddy was going to be like a really lame, uh, you know, Looney Tunes guy. Because he was in the 1930s and, you know, the cartoons back then, you know, black and white Looney Tunes, weren't especially loony. They were pretty, pretty lame. Um, but just a few of them, Buddy's Day Out was his first one in 1933. Is kind of interesting because that's not really when the Warners premiered. Again, don't think about the timeline, people. It'll hurt your <laughs> brain. Uh, it's Buddy's, a different timeline. Different timeline. <laughs> the alternate timeline was Buddy's sure. Day Out without the Warners. Uh, Buddy's Beer Garden. Buddy's Showboat. Buddy the Gob. Buddy the, to- the Tozer. Or Towser, I don't know. Buddy's Garage. Buddy's Trolley Troubles. It seems like a lot of these cartoons have to have trolleys in them back in the day. Buddy <laughs> Buddy of the Apes. Okay, so monkeys are always fun to draw in those old 1930s cartoons. Buddy's Bearcats, which is the baseball one. Buddy's Circus. Buddy the Detective. Viva Buddy. Buddy the Woodsman. Buddy's Adventures. Buddy the Dentist. Buddy's Theater. Buddy's Pony Express. Buddy of the Legion. Buddy's Lost World. Buddy's Bug Hunt. Buddy in Africa. And Buddy Steps Out. And Buddy the G-Man. Uh, so, a lot of different cartoons. I picked out one at random, and it was Buddy's Bearcats because I thought, well, that sounds interesting. What's a bear cat? And it turns out that it's just a baseball short. Um, Nathan, what did you think about the Buddy cartoon?
3: I thought it was interesting. I, I was... Kind of funny, I think. I don't know. It was like whatever. I liked how everyone kept moving—the whole dancing <laughs> thing that everyone has to do.
0: Yeah, and the old cartoons were like they're moving to the beat constantly, and they just sway yeah. left, right, left. They were really all synchronized in this entire baseball stadium. Um,
3: yeah. I don't understand why that's a thing in the old-time cartoons, but it's it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Buddy does absolutely like he doesn't do anything funny in this cartoon. It's everyone
0: no. else does funny stuff. Like all the people visiting are doing funny stuff and there's some funny gags and stuff in it i thought that still kind of held up for the most part um but yeah buddy is just there and he's just a baseball player and he hits the ball and that's the end
2: (laughs) yeah it's
0: his it's kind of like a mickey mouse ripoff but as a person you know it's not Mm -hmm. much not much to buddy he has a girlfriend named cookie who is like Mm -hmm. Minnie, who is a girl and not a mouse or an animal of any kind it's I don't know. I wouldn't. I'm going to a cartoon. I don't want to watch, you know, a person like a, just a.
3: <laughs> I want to watch the animals, not this guy. Oh, one thing I thought was weird about the cartoon was the announcer, um, and that, like he seemed like he shouldn't be able to say like that, that. This is the best team in the world. Like he should be uh, a little less biased.
0: An <laughs> well you know no that's not necessarily true you get the you get I the guess. announcers that just announced the uh the, the the home games for the people they can they can do that but you, Fine. you, you yeah would, you, you <laughs> <laughs> anyway so <laughs> the funny thing is about that buddy cartoon is i actually remember watching it on nickelodeon or on tnt back in the 80s or 90s like there was a time period where uh, on cable where they were just showing Looney Tunes cartoons and old Looney Tunes cartoons. And that one actually showed up. So but well, let's talk about this actual episode. So uh, there's a lot, a lot, a lot of references here. So I'm just going to kind of go through them and you guys can kind of just tell me what you think about it. Let's start off with the dancers who are singing uh, a fantastic song about the Warners and their silly, bizarre, loony, mad and kooky. <laughs> and it's kind of annoying but there's a liza minnelli-esque woman there some of the some of the caricatures that are shown are uh there was kirk douglas who's just put down as spartacus
2: they were like some kind of freaks
0: the gipper is shown talking at one point and the gipper of course is ronald reagan ronald reagan is there in his pajamas holding a teddy bear um, uh, actually I think there was a, there's, there were reports of, of Reagan in the White House wearing, uh, pajamas to meetings and stuff like that. I'm not exactly sure, but we were talking before we started recording about why was he called the Gipper? And I know that Ronald Reagan used to be called the Gipper, uh, quite often. Like he even used to say, I think he even said at the Republican convention before, uh, when Bush was running for president, um, that, to win one for the Gipper and I just thought, okay I mean, I've heard that expression used in football games before and stuff, but I didn't really know what it was about so he played the part of George Gipp in a 1940 uh, film biography on, the, on him Rock Someday
1: when the team's up against it the Breaks are beating the boys Ask him to go in there with all they've got win just one for the
3: kipper i don't know where i'll be then but i'll
0: know about it i'll be happy there you go and similarly uh george bailey is put down for jimmy stewart which we're coming close when we're recording this we're coming close to the holiday season and of course george bailey is from it's a wonderful life one of the best films ever check it out if you haven't which Come on! If you haven't, what's wrong with you? Um, the Looney Tunes. I'm
1: always watching the Muppet Christmas Carol. That's so true. That
0: is a that is always a crunch. Like last year, <laughs> we, <laughs> my wife and I, sat down. We're like, okay, we have to watch one of the film, and we went for Muppet Christmas Carol. Um, you made
1: the right. you, oh, you yeah. chose wise. <laughs>
0: uh almost all the major looney tunes cart uh, characters uh make an appearance uh bugs bunnies in this foghorn leghorn tweety porky pig daffy duck yosemite sam are all in here talking about their experiences uh good or bad uh with the warners they, they made fun of poor yosemite sam that was kind of too too bad
2: Gold darn farmers used to call me itty bitty baby man was that nice Yosemite, mm-hmm.
0: Yosemite Sam has a very fragile ego. And, he, and apparently he's working at a car wash or something. I don't know what was going on with Yosemite Sam right or there. Or just
3: getting a car wash. Maybe yeah, he's that's... just
0: getting his car washed. I don't know. <laughs> um, but the Warners um, also make an appearance on the uh, kind of a, a parody of the Ed Sullivan show called A Really Big Shoe.
2: And now next on our stage, the very famous and talented Joe Marzipan and his family of dancing bears. Be cool and smell
1: a flower. Make love not war and sour. Kiss the world and be groovy. Go ahead and make a gookie. ba da ba da ba da ba make ba
0: ba ba Make a Gookie is a parody of the Simon and Garfunkel uh, uh, feeling groovy. So otherwise known as uh, the 59th Street Bridge song, which I've never heard it called that. But there you are. Um, The host of this is Bob Hope. Uh, Bob Hope uh, is, again, looking at the cue cards just like he was in King Yakko. And at one point calls Dot Dotty. Uh, which at the moment I didn't realize why that was so offensive. But Kelly, of course, what's the reason why you shouldn't call her Dottie?
1: You'll die. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You'll die. So, yes. So And uh, coincidentally, Bob Hope is dead now. So there Aww. you go. <laughs> uh, she warned him. We he tend talk... to be like
1: 103 or something. Oh,
0: today. he was I don't know if he lived past hundred, but he certainly was very old. Very old guy. And and he was actually reported dead uh before he died once or twice, I think. <laughs>
1: like And that happens with everybody nowadays.
0: Yeah, exactly. I know. Well, oh, thanks to the yeah, this was pre-internet craze. Uh oh, yeah, okay. I think they announced it on the hall in like the the floor of Congress or something, like a senator or a congressman said, Bob Hope died today. And, he and, just and, it, and it was mostly dead, and it was just mostly dead. Yeah, anyway. Um, there was a few other things that, uh, that I don't see listed on here, but at one point they show uh, a woman and it says Baby Jane underneath it. Any idea who that was supposed to be, guys?
1: Well, there was a movie, Whatever Happened to Baby Jane.
0: Oh, yep, Betty exactly. Davis. Betty Davis, that was Betty Davis. Ah.
2: With no cartoons to make, the Warners were free to run around the lot as they pleased. And did they run around?
0: Man, there's there's just so many little references in the, in, I'm going to call it the please, please, please get a life foundation guide that I'm going to just kind of skim through it. Uh, of course, Chicken Boo makes an appearance as uh, Irving Swifty Laboo. Uh, apparently, hey. though. <laughs> There was a apparently there was an Irving Swifty Lazar who was a, a famous uh, Hollywood agent. Apparently, the sequence with the Warners having flypaper stuck to their their behinds is a, a takeoff maybe of uh, Pluto getting flypaper stuck on himself in uh, the cartoon Playful Pluto. Um, oh,
3: I could see that. I remember that cartoon.
0: I do remember that he gets his. He, I, I you know what? I honestly think I. I think about that sequence sometimes uh, when I see my dogs get stuck to things, you know, or I get stuck. Like I got to pull off my the this thing off my hand, and then I put my hand down, and my other hand gets stuck to the thing. And it's this it's this uh, sixty five second sequence apparently, and it is good. Uh, so I could kind of see that. And of course, uh, we you know I have to mention that this episode we do have a sponsor this week. <laughs> Other than Tee Public, which, by the way, you should be going to the Tee Public Animaniacast store, which is TeePublic.Animaniacast.com. But we are very excited that we have a brand new sponsor, and that, of course, is Nathan. Randomaniacs. Get that get-up-and-go feeling. Mmm. I gotta get up and go. Yeah, Brannamaniacs makes uh, at least three appearances in this cartoon, yeah. <laughs> and and this time everyone seemed to really like it. And of course, well, I,
3: yeah, except Slappy and Skippy in the box, a nodding no, as they say, like, oh, you should have it too. Oh, really? I didn't even see that. <laughs> Again, another little
0: detail I totally missed. I of course I I think they all like the cereal because even though it tasted horrible the first time we saw it a few episodes ago. Uh, This time they're all getting paid money because this guy is always yeah. there to to hand them money. Like, mm, this cereal is great. And a hand out of nowhere comes with cash mm-hmm. to shove in their faces. So that was a very cute running gag. And again, a nice little uh, throwback to, yeah, yeah. to a previous episode. So a lot of stuff in this one. <laughs> and uh, boy, I can't wait to get paid from Brandon Maniacs. I can't wait for that hand. <laughs> oh, my gosh. A guy oh, just I... came in.
3: <laughs> yeah. I was like, they already got to me like right away. So oh, wow. Know.
0: Well, he... but. <laughs> we're so far away exactly it takes a while for thank you sir all right have a good day Bye. all right he's gone
2: hey you guys it's rob paulson here um i am so thrilled that we have the animating cast to continue to find a way to help me to get a freaking job thank you for listening bye
0: James Cagney is featured in this. I, I got to uh, admire the fact that they're putting in a lot of old Hollywood stars into this cartoon that kids would have little to no idea who these people are. Um, yeah. So James Cagney, he was apparently one of the, the Warner's first special friends.
3: <laughs> so, did, you, <laughs> did you notice that he got pants in the episode and that in episode 26, they talked about Oh, Jimmy Cagney got pants by the Warners. I forgot about that. Now do... it was in the testimonials episode. There was wow, okay, yeah, the because third testimonial they talk about. So,
0: wow, just... it's all connected.
3: <laughs> cool. I just one little like I, I just like when shows you know have you know do that kind of stuff. It is nice. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, that's a really cool uh, connection right there. Uh, Mr. Director, of course, is back. And, uh, <laughs> of course, talking about how funny the Warners were, which I thought was kind of weird since he doesn't usually like to give them credit. But <laughs> he got <laughs> he got some dynamite in his face. And, uh, and
1: very big words.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: That cartoon
2: was brilliant.
1: It had an irreverent sagacity and a lugubrious effervescence. It was genius in its subtlety and... Never mind.
0: Now, the only other... There's a couple um, songs right here um, that they do sing. They sing, you know, Make a Gookie, uh, the the whole We Smashed Outback Buddy, or We Smashed Postman Buddy, or whoever Buddy happens to be that time. But there was Mm -hmm. a disco song, which was a parody of Staying Alive, and I re-listened to the episode a few times... And I could never understand what they were saying. And I'm thinking, well, I'll put it on closed captioning. My DVD doesn't have closed captioning on it. And apparently Kelly's does. (laughs) And it upsets me so much. So apparently you have a, you have a earlier version or whatever, but I tried a, a few different ways to get closed captioning to work on my DVD and it doesn't work. This is what happens people when it's not on Netflix anymore. And, uh, It drives me nuts. I can't. So I listened to the song a bunch of times and I could not really understand it still what they were saying. But luckily, the Internet was there. So I found the lyrics to to the song Hurting Our Feet. The parody is Staying Alive. It goes like this. Ow, 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 ow. Hurting our feet. Hurting our feet. Ow, 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 ow. Hurting our feet. Um, it should be clear by the type, (laughs) I'm not singing it. (laughs) It should be clear by the types of clothes we choose. We're disco kids with disco shoes. They may be cool. They may look neat, but wearing them sure hurts our feet. Ow, 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 ow. Hurting our feet. They do have a parody of John Travolta as well, who has some weird name, some weird name. I don't know. He looks much older in this cartoon than he ever has. This was before John Travolta's uh, big uh, second coming, though, in in Pulp Fiction. So I don't know if the writers or animators really knew what John Travolta looked like anymore when this came out. But he looks like this old 70-year-old man in this cartoon. Uh but anyway, there's a lot of stuff in here, guys. I don't know. What what else do you want to talk about for this one cuz there's just so much. What what stands out?
3: Um Elmira's in it?
0: <laughs> oh yeah, Elmira's in it too, and she has a and she wants to eat their faces or something like that.
3: Yeah. Uh, it's fun seeing them um, a couple of days later. Those
0: are some of the uh some of the things. And then of course we have a whole credit sequence which is just so many you have to pause each and every slide of credits to see all the different gags in there and i'm not going to go through those right now folks because i'll put them i'll put them on our show notes over at retrozap.com if you're interested um but i'm not i'm not going to end up going through those Uh, let me just ask you to this question what were some of the gags that you thought were particularly funny when you when you look through that credit sequence anything stand out
3: so, in the dialogue editors, they're they they they're going off, and I think these are like actual names until they get to like, um, Andrew King, then Aaron King, then Alan King, then Martin Luther King, then Chicken Lala King, then Old King Cold, and Larry King Live, Don King, Don Kiorli, Don Juan, Don Quixote, Don Wilson, Dondi, Dondi, Duran, Duran. Whatever will be, will be. Like it just seems like there's this <laughs> weird word association that they're going on, and
0: it just kind of just trails <laughs> off into into yeah. uh, side things. Um, uh, what about you, Kelly? Anything in there that you particularly liked?
1: Well, I I didn't even catch at first that they were you know funny credits until I looked up and I saw interest-free checking, <laughs> and, uh, and then I thought copying and, and shipping was. Funny, I don't, I don't know why. It just and then the the guy who cuts out all the boring stuff. <laughs> that one was really funny. To me.
0: I just like the fact that isn't Catherine Page in this? Just Catherine Page. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I yeah. thought that was pretty funny. Just, um, all these, all this stuff. And then Catherine Page is Catherine Page. And, uh, I thought that was quite humorous. Uh,
3: and so, it, was, it was nice that they gave nutritional facts. It's always a nice thing.
0: Oh, yeah. The nutritional facts, the, how, how much, uh, how many calories are in the different uh, people, including Weed Memlo, I believe is, is listed in there. So you get mm. nutritional facts of the episode. You get all this stuff. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's really great stuff. So we'll put that stuff up on the show notes.
3: I guess what stands out is, you know, Newsreel Stars, it says this all happened in 1930, and then now we find out it's 1929. I guess the question is, what's canon? Um, <laughs> we could ask.
1: Wasn't 1929 brought up in an earlier episode? Yeah, maybe?
3: there was There was also the Ragamuffins. Um, oh, That yeah. short was also created in 1929, apparently. But at but, the same time, they weren't well, maybe
1: making... maybe they rounding up it, in newsreels.
3: Well, They also don't start making Warner cartoons, I think, until 1934, they say. Exactly. Like, they don't get their own standalone cartoons. Nathan, Nathan, I can
0: hear your brain. It's about to explode. You got (laughs) to (laughs) stop.
3: No, it's not. Like, clearly, they got locked into the water tower. But the water tower is, uh, you know, a TARDIS. So they can change history. um, Or they had already changed history. And now they're, like... Where they weren't even created at one point or something, but sure, you, know, you have to get created. Like, life will find a way. Jurassic Park, and so <laughs> they just got pushed around by a year or something. So sure, um. you put in a snowboard
1: reference. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's a theory that uh, Kelly will automatically accept if a Spielberg reference is put into it somewhere. <laughs> and so, okay, well, let's go ahead. I think it's time then for our water tower rating. Okay, guys, so what do you think? Out of five water towers, how many water towers would you give this episode? Uh, Nathan, let's start with you.
3: I'm going to give it four and a half water towers. All right. Why is that? I think it's a better origin stories than, than the, uh, than the, the, you know, the, the newsreel, the stars, that, that beast. Uh, <laughs> and I, I just like how, uh, there's so much thrown into it and it's just a nice send off for the season finale. Basically, like usually you don't get a nice, like a perfect season finale kind of thing going on so right a lot of episodes just they end the show and they just kind of end on a random episode there's there's no difference between the season finale and the episode before but this one clearly had something a little bit larger than a lot of the other episodes in the season so yeah i'm glad that that worked out and i'll give it a four and a half for that all right kelly what about you
1: i think i wanted to go with three and a half um there was a lot crammed into it but I didn't find any of it really particularly funny. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't one of those that, that I, I left, you know, with the feeling of, oh, that's I have to rewatch that or I, I'm going to quote that from now until the end of time. Um, so I, I liked all the, the, you know, the pop culture references and, and things like that. But um, but I felt like it was more informative in the this origin story and, and their history but not as um not as uh hilarious as some of the other episodes
0: okay um yeah and I'm gosh I I'm, I'm on the edge uh either four or four and a half I'm gonna just go ahead and give it four I guess um I I kind of with you Kelly it's not as the funniest one um I really do really love all the details though I mean it, it it's it's almost like so many details it almost is too much for me to to, to to handle I guess if that's if I'm making myself clear enough I, I'm just it's um it's just a lot of stuff in here and I while I do admire it I, it also doesn't have I don't feel like some jokes got enough time to really breathe uh to to make mm. them uh, as funny as they, they could be I suppose but that being said it's it, it is really awesome it's an awesome episode so I'll give it four maybe a maybe a four Four and a quarter, four point four point one five, <laughs> not four and a quarter no, would be four point two five. We don't do that.
3: Uh, we haven't done that yet.
0: <laughs> no, so. no, we're not starting today. So okay. four, four for me. Um, yeah, uh, and even like little tiny little things. The animation was just fantastic in this episode, um, mm-hmm. and just small little details like. Everyone hates the first song. The Warners are throwing up. And there's Dr. Scratch and Sniff just smiling and tapping his finger to the beat. He loves the song so much. And it's just it's just really cool. So it is an episode. Maybe I'll give it four and a half or even five if I watch it a few more times just to catch all the stuff that's there. Um, Because, yeah, even like little throwaway lines like February 30th. It's such a quick little thing. And it just they don't call attention to it. It's just there and you Mm -hmm. keep moving. And so I don't know. It, it very good episode um i think we can all agree
3: um and then you mentioned the animation it was uh, tms that did the animation and i think this was their last yeah, one yeah this is their
0: last one which is too bad because they are really 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 they were really awesome with this yeah
1: yeah i noticed um i noticed i actually noticed the animation cuz you know normally i don't i don't pay a whole lot of attention to, to the quality of the animation but um there was a scene where these two guys were in the projection room and the light uh, from the projector was illuminating them. And I thought that was really well done. You know, very cinema-like quality.
0: Yeah, definitely. With all the shadows and just the, I don't know. And everyone's on.
1: Good shadows? We need more shadows.
0: <laughs> more shadows. More, more. <laughs> dark, deeper lines. Dark lines. <laughs> uh, well, anyway, let's go ahead and uh, let's, let's wrap things up. But before we do, let's get to a, our poll from, uh, gosh, a, a few weeks ago. Um, we asked the audience out there where they would most like to see Animaniacs again now that it is gone from Netflix. Which is kind of weird because a lot of people I think still don't re there's a there's a a good portion of people that don't know that it's off of Netflix still. Yeah, I-
3: even like uh during your the panel they were talking about it, like, Oh, and the show's on Netflix. I'm like, No. Nope.
0: No, it's not. I know. I was right in the front <laughs> row going, no, it's not. <laughs> yeah. The, our, our, uh, one of our previous episodes, I showed the Randy Rogel panel. And uh, yeah, they they mentioned right at the top, it's on it's on Netflix. And I wanted to shout out, no, it's not. But I, of course, wouldn't do that. Um, I, I know. And I talked to some of the students in my school. Like, they'll see Pinky and the Brain up on the shelf of my bookshelf in here. And they're like, oh, Pinky and the Brain. I love Animaniacs. And they're like, well, where did you see it? And they're like, oh, it's on Netflix. I'm like, it's not anymore. And they're like, what? I get very upset about that. So destroyed their world. I know, I know. Well, anyway, uh, so the question was, since Animaniacs is no longer on Netflix, where would you like to see the show's classic episodes? Notice how I said classic episodes. So, since there's still a possibility we could always get them on uh you know a reboot one of these days but we'll we'll see about that. Yeah, I we just
3: want syndication at least.
0: We're just talking syndication at this point. Well anyway, the choices were uh back on Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime or maybe on TV like cable. Uh coming at the bottom of the pack was Amazon Prime, 9%. Uh then it was Hulu, hmm. then it was Hulu, and then it was back on TV like cable, like Cartoon Network or something. But Everybody, 58%, the vast majority said, just put it back on Netflix. Um, I don't know if Netflix is going to do it at this point. I, I'm i optimistic, but I, I don't know. Netflix is really getting into the, we're going to make our own content <laughs> and put yeah. it up on. And uh, they seem to be kind of moving stuff that they don't own completely off to the side. So... Who well, is it knows?
1: Netflix or is it Warner Brothers? Because I know Disney's pulling their stuff because they're going to have their own streaming.
0: Yeah, well, you know, for the record, I did put out a uh, uh, an email to Warner Brothers Public Relations Department. And uh, they have not responded. Hmm. Cool. This is the press, Warner Brothers. We are the press. Come on. You got to No. <laughs> the media wants to know. The world wants to know. <laughs> Anyway. Well, let's go ahead. That 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 was a that's interesting and I, I agree with him. I'd like to see him on Netflix. What do you guys think? Where would you like to see it? Netflix. There's no commercials. Yeah.
1: Totally Netflix. It's so easy just I can watch it on my phone or whatever.
0: Yeah, and that's the thing. I own the DVDs and everything, but it's a peep. and that's what a lot of people say, "Well, I have it on DVD." It's like, "Yeah, so do I, but just because I have, just because I have Rogue One on on uh, Blu-ray, doesn't mean I'm not going to watch it on Netflix first. Because I'm flipping through Netflix and I see it, and I'm like, oh, I'll watch Rogue One again because it's there.
1: Yeah, I I can't remember the last time I actually put in like the DVDs of my Star Wars movies. Yeah, because they're on TV all the time.
0: They're on TV all the time, and now you can, of course, do the streaming version off your Disney app and everything like that. And that's just where things are going. So it needs to be on somewhere, you know, and I don't think Warner Brothers has a streaming service of any kind. So I don't know. We'll find out. That's a to be continued, I suppose. We'll find out. And you'll hear about it first, maybe, on the Animaniacast. Probably not. <laughs> I don't know. If, you, if you're not going on the internet for anything else. Yeah. <laughs> or... There you go. (laughs) Just don't go on the internet for anything else, and you'll hear it 1st on the Google Animaniacs (laughs) ever, and yeah. And you'll hear it first on the Animaniacast. Great tagline. I love that. Okay, so let's go ahead and get to our poll for this week. Nathan,
3: what do we have? So uh, this is the end of season one, which also means the end of Rita and Runt. And I guess the question is, what was the best Rita Runt episode of all time? And we've had a couple of polls, so I'm just going to list off the winners of each of those and then the one that we haven't had a poll for, I guess. So uh, Les, Les Animals was the first winner, then we had Franken-Runt, and, and then Kiki's Kitten, and then Which one uh, was the uh, one that we haven't had a poll for at all. So,
0: Which is actually a really good Reet and Runt, too. All the yeah, Beauty so and the I Beast parody.
3: And and... Beat it all. So yeah, we have the uh, Beauty and the Beast parody, we have a... Like a Young Frankenstein parody, almost. A lay miserable Les Mis <laughs> parody. And Kiki's Kitten is the Gorilla one. So Yeah. <laughs> Gorilla's in the Miss parody. <laughs> yeah. A, all, and that one's a very different one from Read and Run. Very different. Too, that's so. the, if
0: you don't like singing, then that's the one to vote for, yeah, I if, suppose. Yeah, if you
3: don't like Read and Run cartoons, that might be your favorite. <laughs> that
0: might be the favorite. Because it's just not like Read and Run cartoons at all. Okay. Yeah. Well, you can go and vote for your favorite by going to twitter.com slash animaniacast.com. Or simply searching on Twitter for hashtag AnimaniCast poll and you can make your voice heard. Well, I think, with all that out of the way, it's time to say thank you guys for listening to our review of Season 1. All you, all you lovely listeners out there. And uh, we'll be back next week with something else either moving on to season two or maybe another special episode we seem to be having quite a few of these special episodes lately of course with tom ruger the creator and uh, senior producer of animaniacs so if you but have he won't
3: be on next week
0: yeah though. he won't be on next week don't worry he uh, <laughs> our plan is not for who knows but who knows you'll, Who knows? you'll, you'll no, just have I to don't... find out i don't think he will be but you never know <laughs> um <laughs> but you'll just have to you'll just have to tune in and find out If you haven't listened to our episodes with Tom Ruger yet, head on over to animanycast.com and you will be able to see our full archive of previous episodes. And uh, go check those out. You're going to hear exclusive audio from uh, auditions, uh, from uh, different actors uh, trying out for the roles of uh, Wacko and Minerva and all these different characters. And of course, you're going to hear how, uh, you know, inside scoops of how this show was made so really uh really great stuff and uh, thank you tom for being on the show on a regular basis it's it's amazing let's go ahead and get to some contact information for you guys nathan where can people reach out to you online if you have a twitter account you can follow me at DjangoFT. that's me Uh and kelly what about you
1: i'm on twitter at yoda princess y-o-d-a-p-r-n-c-s-s Or
0: email me, Kelly, at BigShinyRobot.com. All right. And uh, as for us, we are on Facebook. We are on Instagram. We are on Twitter. All with the AnimaniCast. I think it's just at AnimaniCast for all that stuff. And, of course, we are over at RetroZap.com. Head to RetroZap. There's just an amazing list of assortments of podcasts. It used to be that they were all in one little drop-down menu. But now there's, I believe, 21 different podcasts in the RetroZap Podcast Network. So they actually split them into two different columns. So uh, check them out. You will not be disappointed. And RetroZap just has a ton of different stuff. It's it's pop culture, Star Wars, and more. So thank you uh, to the folks at RetroZap for being awesome. We're also going on YouTube as well. We're putting up our stuff on YouTube slowly but surely. Who knows? By the time this episode is published, you might be able to go to... Uh, you know check us out on youtube as well so there we go well for nathan and kelly this is joey saying good night everybody
1: good night everybody good night everybody Why, Skippy, what are you doing? Oh, hello, Aunt Slappy. I am just congratulating the Warners on having some Branomaniacs. Part of this complete
3: breakfast. Oh, boy!